The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the third chapter. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region about the Jordan were going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. John the Baptist is probably one of those people you hope that doesn't show up to your company holiday party. Well, most of us will engage in small talk and other pleasantries just simply to get through the evening, John the Baptist is going to use this as an opportunity to set things straight. He'll probably tell everyone the real meaning behind the word holiday, which is a holy day set aside for worship. He'll probably tell everyone that the 12 days of Christmas actually comes after Christmas and not before and I'm sure he'll give everyone the full reason why St. Nicholas is, in fact, a saint. John the Baptist isn't the type of guy who is going to just simply stick with the same old, same old when it comes to holiday parties. Well, John the Baptist isn't at your company holiday party today, but he is out in the Jordan River. And there is a party of sorts, though, gathered around him to hear his preaching when he preaches, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now the word repent has a very simple message. It means to go the other way. So everyone who's coming out to John the Baptist is living a certain way of life. And John is telling them to go the other way. Unfortunately, though, many of these people misunderstood John the Baptist's message to mean something that they actually already believed. That they were children of Abraham, and John the Baptist was simply there to help them, to give them advice on how to be better children of Abraham. Well, John has something very different in mind. For John the Baptist, repent means something more radical. 
when he tells the Pharisees and the Sadducees they can no longer depend upon who they thought they were. He's telling them that they actually need a whole new identity. Now John isn't only speaking to the Pharisees and Sadducees when he says this, but he's speaking to all of Israel. They all need to repent because Jesus is coming. Everybody who's standing in the water with John, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, those from Jerusalem and Judea and all the surrounding area around the Jordan River, they needed to turn from their old life toward the coming one and then live this life of good works. Now, several years ago, there was a documentary titled, What Would Jesus Buy? that critiqued America's appetite for stuff, especially around this time of the year, Christmas time. Now, the, the movie actually followed a, a political street performance group. They call themselves Reverend Billy and the Church of Stop Shopping. Now, their performances got them in trouble. And it, it got them mostly in trouble when they would invade, of sorts, major retailers, and actually call people to repent of their shopping sins. Now, the movie isn't a great documentary of sorts, but it does provide some very funny scenes, like when Reverend Billy exercises the shopping demons out of a cash register, or when he calls people to escape the wrath of the shapocalypse. But the movie does show some real-life examples of what happens when well-intentioned people are interrupted by a prophetic voice. Everyone in this movie is going to the stores and doing the same old, same old of celebrating Christmas, of shopping like they've always done. And when they're interrupted by the truth... They have this choice now. They can keep doing what they're doing, or they can actually stop shopping. Now, there are some similarities between Reverend Billy and the Church of Stop Shopping and John the Baptist, but there is a fundamental difference. John the Baptist, his meaning of repentance is more than just stop what you're doing. It actually has a very positive side. It has a living side. To repentance. For John the Baptist, there are three things in repentance. One is confessing your sins. The next one is receiving forgiveness or faith. And then the third is living a life of good works that flow from that faith. John's message to those people in the Jordan then is the same for us today. John is calling out our sin of believing that we've got life all figured out already. And we simply need to either keep the status quo or just try a little harder, and we're going to be okay. Do what we're doing, but just a little bit better. But we're not going to be all right, though. We don't need help being better at ourselves, our sinful selves. But we actually need a new life to live. Our past doesn't need to be adjusted, but rather we need a whole new future 
We need what is or who is coming. This is what John the Baptist gives in the Jordan River. His baptism is the means of repentance. It is how repentance works. Sins are confessed and forgiveness is given. And all those people are then ready for the one who is coming, Jesus Christ. And he is the one who will give them the Holy Spirit so that the divine life can be lived out in the world. So each one of us come to holy baptism necros, spiritually dead. It's the Greek word for spiritually dead. That means we don't need the status quo because we're dead spiritually. And we don't need some advice because we're spiritually dead. What we need is a resurrection. In holy baptism, Jesus gives this to us. He gives us his death that ends in a resurrection. But this resurrection that he gives us isn't a resurrection to go back to the old way of living. But he gives us a resurrection to live his life. Christ gives us the Holy Spirit in holy baptism to live his life so that we can now bear fruits of the Holy Spirit. See, John the Baptist's interruption applies to us. He reminds us that we need to daily return to our baptism so that each day the resurrection life would rise up and live in us. Whatever happened yesterday is behind us, but we are looking forward to the coming one. This is why Advent is perfect for John the Baptist. While we might want John the Baptist to leave our holiday parties, I hope that we invite him into our lives, that we can make room for him and listen to him. He's making each one of us ready to join the coming party, the best holiday party, Jesus' party, that, of course, is coming in 21 days. This party, this Jesus party, is for everyone, but it does not allow anyone in who wants to regurgitate the same old life same old way of life. This party doesn't look back at what we've done, good or bad, but it looks forward towards Jesus, who is leading each one of us through this life into eternity. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.